to another edition of the Student Fire Podcast, live from the Speak Fire Studio. My name is Bobby Berg. I'm a motivational speaker for schools, and I'm here to help you live your best life today. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Student Fire, live from the Speak Fire Studio. I'm your host, Bobby Berg, and this is going to be another cool episode. So last episode, we had my wife, Jenny, on, and you guys killed it. You guys, I, seriously, I have never seen that many views that quickly in such a short period of time. So... To all the old listeners, thank you for rocking with me. For all the new listeners, thank you for rocking with me. And I hope to have you stay. And for everyone in between that just checked it out, seriously, y'all are awesome. So let's jump into this today. So Jen and I recently have been talking about, this is going to be geared a lot of my college graduates and high school seniors that, are, that have just graduated. Um, we've been talking a lot about finding your path and really knowing what it is that you are quote unquote destined to do, what you w- love doing, what really sets you on fire, not literally, but metaphorically, and really makes you want to attack the day. Because something I know Jenny and I have always discussed is I very much know what I want to do. I want to be a professional speaker, and I want to influence students. And even when we were in college, I really loved teaching because I was a music education major. So I love teaching band. Well, I didn't love teaching chorus, but I did, right? Um... So we're having Jenny back for this episode, and we're going to have this be a really free-form kind of episode. I, this might go longer. Here's your warning. This might be not This might not be our typical five-minute, six-minute, ten-minute episode. It might be long. So buckle up, and let's do this. So hi, babe. How are you? Hi. Thanks for having me again. Yep. Um, so let's just jump into that one. So what was it like going through college when, you know, I knew what I the path that I wanted to go on. Jake knew what he wanted. Ellen knew what she wanted. Kind of anyway. And how, how did that, how did you feel going through that with all of us? Um, it was very intimidating because mm-hmm. I was pretty much one of the people who didn't know what I wanted. I didn't even know, you know, I remember my mom telling me when I was picking my major, um, I was like, mom, I don't know what to major in. And she was like, it doesn't really matter what you major in as long as you go to ma- or grad school, get your master's. So I didn't think about it. I was like, oh, okay, I can major in anything I want. Um, Because my plan was to go and get my master's. But, um, you know, by the time I got to be a senior, I didn't even know. I'm I'm not, personally, I'm not going to waste my time and money getting into a graduate school that I still don't know what it is that I want to keep doing in the long haul. Um, So being that person in the entire group was, it wasn't easy. It was definitely intimidating for sure. Did you find with that intimidation that there was any anything that really held you back as you were going through school? Uh, probably just myself. I mean, you know, because you can't let anybody, like any outer influences determine the way that you want to behave and what your dreams and goals are. And so I think for me, I think I was scared um, because I was so unsure, uh, not really knowing even I think I decided where I wanted to live like two months before graduation. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm definitely a one at a time, take everything day by day kind of person. And I have to say, if it wasn't for you, I'm not really sure where I'd be right now. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, that's something that I know that we've really gone back and forth on is you very much plan for today. Mm-hmm. Like you very much take it moment by moment, day by day. And I'm constantly looking a week, a month, mm-hmm. a year, 10 years ahead. Like, okay, cool. Here's my, here's my grand idea. Let's scale it down now. 
like the yeah. reverse pyramid effect versus you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, have you found that that how have you found that kind of impacts our relationship? As I mean. A whole? we 100% balance each other out, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, I, I feel like if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't plan ahead at all. And if it wasn't for me, you would spend all your time planning ahead and not being able to enjoy the present. So <laughs> I think we balance each other out really well. I think, um, I don't know. I feel like if we, if we were the same person, if like, if you only lived your day days or life day to day, I mm -hmm. mean, <laughs> we probably would be in a really, really bad financial rut right now. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and if, you know, if we both planned for the future, then we wouldn't be able to enjoy anything we're doing now. Mm -hmm. So so something that a lot of teachers, at least when I was going through high school, all they pushed was get your degree, do well in school, or get your diploma, do well in school, then go off to college, do well there, and then go on to grad school, and then you'll be successful. Mm. And I remember even the first time one of my teachers said that to me. I was like, that doesn't that doesn't make a lot of sense. No, I actually disagree with that whole plan entirely. Do you? I don't think having all the school under your belt really matters. Why not? In the real world. Because no one really cares. <laughs> like out in the real world. I mean, I'm not saying no one cares. I think it matters that you that you push yourself to get the education. And if you want to and you can and you have the opportunity, then please go for it. I wouldn't take back my college degree for anything. But in the grand scheme of things, in, you know, five years after graduation where I am in my life right now, my college degree doesn't really mean much. Mm -hmm. But if I had followed my major after college, then yeah, it would have been something. You can't mm -hmm. be a music teacher without the proper education. That's just part of the, you know, standard. Um, my brother, John, is a filmographer. He uh, owns his own production company. Um, he got, he had a major, in, he majored in psychology in college. Um, and that's where his, his formal education stopped. He owns his own company. He makes a wonderful profit. He makes amazing videos. He has changed people's perspectives and views on things all over the nation. He, he works, he has worked with some of the most prestigious filmmakers in Hollywood. Um, and he has a degree in psychology at a local liberal arts college that he does not use. But he's successful. Mm -hmm. Societally. Yeah. Do you think that having that education matters? Or do you think that mm. it's necessary to be successful? I don't think it's necessary to be successful. I don't think you have to have a formal, and I'm talking about a formal college degree education. I don't think you have to have one to be successful. So everyone that's listening, I'm, I'm going to dive off, off track here for a second. Everyone that's listening, a lot of my students from Dalton, yes, I still think of all of you, and I'm, I'm thank God for social media so I can follow you guys. Really, I want all of you that didn't go to college, that didn't take the traditional path of going straight to college, or some of you that got right in the workforce, I want you to go back and listen to that like six times in a row. And I'm, I'm not kidding, really, because I remember how we kind of did our exit interviews together where I was I was leaving and I was shipping off to basic and all of you said, you know, hey, I want to can I get lunch with you or can we can we sit down and have a talk or whatever? And I think this was with about probably 20 or 30 kids in total. And every one of you that wasn't going the traditional route had asked me, what do I do? How do I know what I want to do? How do I know I'm not making a huge mistake? And I told all of you, I was like, listen, you are so young that at this point in your life, if you screw up and you make a massive mistake, 
you have so many years of your life left mm. to fix it. It's not like, oh, I didn't go to college at 18. My life is done because all my buddies <laughs> are going to graduate at the exact same time. Mm. And I'm going to start maybe when I'm 24. Like, I remember so many of you were so shocked at the fact that I didn't say, yeah, go to sc- Yeah, you, you have to go to school. Um, I'm going to say, I, I'm just going to call you T. You know who you are, right? You, you're a phenomenal mechanic. Seriously, not joking or exaggerating. You are one I know of, who you're talking yes, about. You yeah. are one of the best mechanics I've ever seen. Mm. Because my little Civic broke down in the parking lot one day and you came out and I was panicking. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to call AAA. Uh, uh, they're not going to get here in time. I'm going to be late for rehearsal that I had to make it to because time was tight. You came out to my car, opened the hood, looked at it and said, hold on. Pulled your wrench out. Did a couple things and you're like, here, start it up. It'll work. No problem at all. <laughs> And it blew my mind because I was like, how do you, how do you do that? And you're like, I don't know, man. Engines just, you know, not to quote Fast and the Furious, but engines just make sense to me. And I was like, wow. I mean, good on you for knowing that quote that well, because nobody's seen the first movie outside of, you know, anyone anymore. (laughs) But you just knew what to do. And it drives me crazy because so many teachers say, oh, well, you need to get, you need to be book smart. You need to have academic smarts. And I'm like, but you know how many thousands of different intelligences there are? Mm. And the fact that some students are really good with tactile things doesn't mean they're any more intelligent or less intelligent or have the capacity to be more or less successful than any than anyone else. It's just what's uniquely you. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad you're here for this one because so many people think that if they don't take this traditional route, their life's over. And how have you found that? So our life is pretty not traditional, I'll call it. it we've We've kind of gone off the beaten path pretty regularly in our relationship and our friendship and just a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? It's pretty fair to say. Um, how have you found that kind of constantly being off that beaten path has impacted your life? Um, I have to say I'm really grateful for it. Mm-hmm. I think it's given me a lot of perspective and I think it's really helped me appreciate how many differences just as human beings that we all have like how beautiful is it that t is able to fix a car moving a couple of things i could never do that me either i I mean a college degree is also not going to help you do that (laughs) no it's not (laughs) um you know and how beautiful is it that my my brother john can make these amazing films because he loves it so much and you know that i i can sing at the top of my lungs on a stage without getting nervous or you can sit there and explain everything about investing to me that I would not know because you took it under yourself to just study it for six months because it interested you so much. I just feel like not, not having to go through, you know, even my, my, it's funny. Now that I think about this, my mom had this plan for me, um, or had this ideal plan for us and for, for, I think it was to keep my sister and I from being a little too promiscuous, too young. Um, but our plan was, you know, you graduate high school, you go to college, you find a good job that you really love, you spend a couple of years getting to know yourself, then you get married. And then for her, it was, then you have a baby. <laughs> um, but that was always kind of, that's, and I think it was innocent. I think it was a way for her to have us go on a smart, clear, safe path. But in reality, I don't think people really understand what kind of damage that does to people. Because when you sit there and you have this expectation of, okay, well, I have to graduate and I have to go to college and I have to get a good job. Now, what defines a good job? A high-paying job 
or a job that helps you be happy? What defines a good job? Because in today's society, it's a job that pays well. I mean, how many people look down at fast food workers or, you know, retail store workers or anybody who works in customer service, they look down on them because they're only making $10 an hour. If they were making 25, no one would say a word. So what, what defines a good job? What, what defines your path? Like what, what do you think success means? You know, well, anybody, (laughs) um, but I think falling off that path um, and honestly, the, I think the only person in our family who's even really followed that quote unquote American dream path is my brother, John. And he definitely didn't do it the way that the path was laid out for him or was mm-hmm. supposed to be laid out for him. So tangent. That's, that's okay. I want to <laughs> make a comment on that. You know, you laid out all of what this big idea is. Mm. You've talked about it. You've covered it. You blah, blah, blah. And I want everyone to understand something really really closely this whole life thing is (laughs) no one knows what we're doing nobody knows how to be quote-unquote the success of life no one does no one Mm -hmm. not mark zuckerberg not jeff bezos not your teacher not your parents no one we're all figuring this out as we go and we're just trying to help the generation of people you know that are going to be here after us to be more successful at it than we were, right? That's all your parents are ever trying to do. That's all your teachers are ever trying to do is to give you the tools to be like, here, you can now be successful. But do you notice that all of these ideas of quote unquote success are an idea? Mm. This Mm -hmm. machine, um, I'm I'm not going to get all matrix on you here, but really (laughs) this is it's an idea. We're totally in the matrix. I mean, even if we are, like, <laughs> think about it. If you were to take the blue pill and just live your life the way it was, forgetting everything ever happened, fine. Who's to say that's wrong? Mm. Whereas if you take the other pill and you quote unquote get your eyes open to or open your eyes to, to what the world really is, what are you really opening your eyes to? Mm. You're opening your eyes to the fact that it's an idea that multiple people put together and we all just accepted and said, sure. Yeah. Now, disclaimer here, I'm not saying go jump off the deep end and start saying forget <laughs> society and I'm going to do whatever <laughs> I want. That's not what I'm saying. What I want you to start doing is we've, we said this in the first episode of the podcast. I don't want to make I don't want to help guide students to just be your cookie cutter student. Every school says they want you to think outside of a box and think critically. And that's awesome. I want you as the listener of the Student Fire podcast to not only think about that, but to implement it. I want you to actually do it. I want you to look at both pills and go, wait a second. Why do I have to care about either of these? Hmm. Right? If you're not following the traditional path, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But what's your next move? Be it for tomorrow or be it for next week, doesn't matter. You still have to put some thought into it, right? I want you to start thinking outside of the traditional, cool, I have to go get a job. Cool, I have to go do this. Cool, I have to go do that. Um, one of my students started a business. Hmm. Like, she got, she graduated high school and I think a month later had an LLC formed and started this business. And I was like, oh, that's, that, that, that's cool. I never would have thought about that. And I think last year she cleared $40,000, which for a lot of people, you look at your, your average, for people in the workforce, you look at your average salary and you're like, oh, $40,000, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. 
And I was like, yes, but th- this girl is 19 years old mm. and made $40,000 for her business. Think about that. That's, it's, it's, that's not traditional at all. Was that her first year? Yes. That was wow. Her fir- she cleared profit within her first year? Yes. That, wow. Sorry. That was $40,000 net profit after everything. That was just pure profit. Wow. So I don't know how much money the business actually made, but I'm assuming things are going very, very well. Hmm. And, but I remember everyone said her friends, her, some teachers would kind of jibber jabber in the back and say, oh, this is, she's wasting her life. This is so dumb. I can't believe she's not going to school. This is a girl who had a 4.0. Hmm. brilliant absolutely brilliant girl and i was like i I remember arguing with the teachers and i always would say wait a second just because it's not what you did doesn't mean it's the wrong decision it's Hmm. just a different decision right Mm -hmm. yeah so one thing i really want to cover with you you've always said that you're envious or uh, of me and a lot of us because we quote unquote know what we want to do yeah and you've always said i don't i don't know what my thing is i don't know if i want to be an actress or a singer or if I, like, I, I just don't know. I've had career ADD since I was five years old. Sure. <laughs> if you could wind the clocks back on your entire life and start completely over, what would you do differently than you would now? This podcast is not supposed to be that long, Robert. <laughs> I'll give you a two-minute time limit. Go. <laughs> What I would do differently. Um, Hold on, let me let me clarify that more. So, mm-hmm. what would you do differently to help you kind of figure out what that path or that thing that you're quote unquote meant to do might be? I would have gone out in the real world at 18 and gotten a college degree in my late 20s. That's mm-hmm. what I would have done. I would have experienced what it meant to be a quote unquote adult. In today's society, you know, in the workforce, maybe having a couple of roommates, maybe even still staying at home because I didn't move out of my house until I was 25. Um, And I don't think even I mean, there are some kids um, at 18, 19, 20 years old who know exactly what they want to do, which is great. But then there are many, many kids like me that by the time you're 22, I still had no idea what the heck I wanted to do with my life. But I feel like if I had had the opportunity of taking all of those classes at a liberal arts college right up to the point where I was turning 30, I think I'd be able to figure that out a little bit better now. Hmm. I feel like having 10 more years of perspective would have helped me determine, you know, if I had all of these options. Because I think everyone knows by now that without school being able to push things on you, ideas and classes and groups and clubs and stuff like that it's a lot harder to find those things on your own when you're an adult so if i had the opportunity to be in that kind of environment to be in that kind of community over again at almost 30 late 20s you know i think that would be that would help me determine what it was because i still don't know (laughs) and that's okay yeah really like that's my brother's 35 he still doesn't know He's going to travel the world again for the next six months. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just want everyone to understand something real quick with that. You can know what you want to do with your life and you can have no clue up until the moment you're on your deathbed of what you want to do. But I want you all to live a very experienced and fulfilling life. Because at the end of the day, 
you're not going to care if you know exactly what you need to do or what you're destined to do with your life or if you even care to put that much effort into that. If you just want to live your life and do your thing, that's totally cool. Mm. But life is here for experiencing. And I know Mm -hmm. during this COVID-19 thing, it sucks because a lot of people are stuck at home. You're not really able to do what you want or what you need. But this is going to pass. It's going to go away eventually. We're going to figure this out. At least I think we will. Mm. I know there's a lot of people that don't think that they think like this is actual doomsday and we're right. (laughs) I don't. I trust that there are people a lot smarter than I am in this field Mm. that'll pull us through this. Hopefully. I really think they will. And I can't wait to hear all the fulfilling stories that all of you have from this whole event and after. That's all I got for you. I hope everyone has a wonderful week. Y'all, I hope this was helpful. If it was, hit me up on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, or Facebook. Let me know what you thought. Better yet, hop in the reviews on the podcast you're listening to this on and leave a review there. I check all of them and I will respond to everything that I can. Y'all, I love hearing from you. It's the highlight of my day. I hope everyone has a wonderful week. I hope you are rocking everything that you do. I hope nothing's getting in your way and for whatever does get in your way, I know you're going to find a way to overcome it like you always do. Catch y'all on the next one. Peace! We are Speakfire. Who are we? We are a collective of inspirational, motivational, life-guiding speakers here to help you, you, make your best life available and real today for everyone that's looking for anything and everything leadership you have to check out my guy michael jingrass over at leadership fire for my youth that are coming up for those of you that have questions that need answers go hit up sean b he's the host of young fire killing the game every single monday for those of you that have questions that go a little deeper for those of you that need that internal fire inside of you not just sparked, but you need those flames fanned. Go check out Aisha Thomas with Internal Fire. For my fathers, y'all, you are the real MVP. Go check out my guy, Jody Cedric, the host of Father's Fire. For my champions, for my people that need to be the champion of not only their day, but their entire life. Man, y'all gotta check out my man, Neil Legend, over at Champion Fire. For my students, doesn't matter if we're talking elementary, middle school, high school, college, my graduate students, all of you. For everything student empowerment, student leadership, and student productivity, tune in to Student Fire. With me, your host, Bobby Bird. We are Speak Fire, live every Monday morning, 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You gonna wake up with us? Let's get it. I am excited to bring you my new book, Trendsetter, Seven Steps to Radically Stand Out to Be the Best You. This book details my journey of coming to the United States and being excited to embrace the American culture. But unfortunately, my culture was not accepted and I found myself being bullied as a young girl. And in this process, I decided that I wanted to disconnect from my culture to be more accepted into American culture. And through that process, I got so depressed from trying to fit in that I attempted suicide my freshman year in high school. 
So this book talks about the journey of what I did to become radically transformed, to be the strong woman I am today. This book is something that's really gonna enable the reader to understand and embrace who they are, embrace what makes them special and become radically transformed. Get your copy today at becomingatrendsetter.com. Again, that is becomingatrendsetter.com or check it out at my website at aishathomas.org.